Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. Whoa, baby, let's get it going. Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. LA's number one podcast destination. Cam Rogers coming at you for the number one podcast totally dedicated to Eldrick Tiger Woods. And I say that because it is literally the only podcast totally dedicated to Tiger Woods. It's kind of like when you're an only child and your mom or dad says, yeah, you're my favorite son or daughter. Like, it's one of those lame jokes. Yeah, so I started off the show, heck, the series, with a lame joke. Shocker alert. It's going to be a wild ride, ladies and gentlemen, and we thank you for taking time out of your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever the case may be, to tune into this program. The theme is Tiger Woods. This is a pro-Tiger Woods podcast. Not going to be all in on a super biased Tiger Woods analysis because I will give it to you straight, just like Tiger would in any press conference. But not just Tiger Woods either. We'll get some celebrity guests on the show, have some stupid banter, and of course my below average jokes to keep you entertained and informed throughout the podcast series. Today's guest, by the way, very excited about it, Jordan Giorgio. Florida State Seminoles reporter, excited to have her on the program to kick things off. We work together down in Dallas, Texas, so we'll get to that interview later in the show. But I feel like I should start off with telling you a little bit about me. Nah, I'm not going to do that because I know you don't give a crap about me. You give a crap about Tiger Woods, and this is a Tiger Woods podcast. You know when you're in... Let's say first day of class in college, syllabus week, if you will. And the professor goes, Yeah, so we're going to start off the class with a little bit about me. And then it turns into like total snooze alert, like Snorosaurus Central. That's probably what you guys all did when I said I was going to tell you all about me, fall asleep or even tune out. So now I have like zero listeners at this point. But hey, we're going to roll along and I'm going to roll along solo. All right, so quickly here, the relationship between Tiger Woods and yours truly is somewhat unique, I guess you would say. Got a couple of stories just to pound through here. First of all, my first interaction with Tiger Woods way back when I was a freshman in high school, I believe, could have been sophomore year, and I was at the Deutsche Bank Championship, of course, in Norton, Massachusetts, no longer a tournament due to the new scheduling changes on the PGA Tour. And I'm with my buddy Mitch, okay? And Tiger Woods is coming out of the clubhouse. Now, there is nobody around, okay? It's literally me and my buddy. That's it. So it was like a strike of luck. You know what I mean? The stars aligned, okay? It all came together that... Redhead lady in Game of Thrones saw the vision in her fire, and it happened. I forget what her name is. By the way, I am, like, rolling along with Game of Thrones right now, and I need to bang out, like, 17 episodes in 10 days to get ready for that final season. So, gotta get going on that. So, Tiger's coming out, okay? He's got a bag of waters in one hand, okay? And a Diet Coke in the other. So one bottle of Diet Coke, bag of waters in his hands. And I remember this crystal clear, obviously, as a Tiger Woods-obsessed person. And I go, Tiger, like any normal fan, would you sign this? Looks at me, smiles, and says, kind of hard, walks away. And you know what? I did total spin zone. I was like, you know what? You're right, dude. It's so true. You totally could not put that bag of waters down. You know what I mean? Like, I get you on point. I was so pro-Tiger, still am, that I put it into a total political spin. No, it wasn't Tiger's fault. It was my fault for inconveniencing him. Now, 
in reality, he totally could have put the bag down and he could have signed whatever I was holding, the program or something at the time. And yet I still love the guy because you know what? The game of golf, guys, is a nerdy, geeky sport. And Tiger Woods is the exact opposite of a nerd or a geek. The guy has swag on the golf course among many golfers who just are kind of vanilla, to be honest with you, somewhat boring, not a lot of personality. You know, one player that sticks out to me, Dustin Johnson, elite player, incredible consistency, cool guy, great guy, but does he have a big fan base? I really don't think he does. So Tiger stands out in that regard. Okay, so we have the rejected autograph request. Fast forward a few more years later, being in the media world and all of that, I'm 21 years old at the Deutsche Bank Championship Media Day, no less, and Tiger Woods video conferences in to, of course, take media questions. He's going through one of his back issues at the time. And I had the opportunity, shaking, sweating, wearing dry fit technology, though, so I was good, ready to ask Tiger Woods a question. And it was something along the lines of, Tiger, you've been saying you're close with your game for so long. Are you ready to get out there and just, you know, stick it to the media and say, I told you so? Because that's how I felt at the time that he felt. Like, he was just so sick of this media narrative that he just wanted to flip the entire golf media world off and say, I'm back. I'm Tiger. The GOAT is here. And so I asked him the question and all that, and kind of a hilarious moment happened. His earbud came out, and it was one of those awkward situations where I'm just, like, standing there with the microphone. I was sitting down, actually. And Tiger's like, hold on, like... I need to fix this. And then some engineer comes up behind him and like starts fiddling around with the earbud and getting all of that settled. And I'm just kind of like, you know, a 21 year old with a stupid pink shirt on. And amazingly, I still fit into it at 24 years old, just waiting for Tiger to be ready for my question again. Cause I don't even know if he heard it the first time. And I'm just like, uh, testing one, two, Tiger, you there, dude. It was kind of a funny exchange. Eventually, he gave me a good answer and all of that. So we're back on good terms. Okay, the autograph request. No, I'm past that. Tiger, it's all good, dude, because at the end of the day, you hung in there through the adversity of that earbud coming out, putting it back in, and you know what? You answered the damn question like a champ. So, Tiger, I appreciate you for that. So, folks, we are pro-19 majors on this show. We are gunning for Tiger Woods to surpass Jack Nicholas, and I think he can do it. All right? So, hey, by the way, if you want to follow me on social media, hit me up on Twitter, at MrRogers99, and on the gram, at MrRogers98, because... Obviously, I'm better at Twitter than Instagram, hence the 9998. No, I have no idea why I chose those numbers. People always ask me, like, Cam, why'd you choose, like, 22 or 99 or 98? Guys, I have no significance with that stuff. Like, I just picked a random number. Honestly, it was quicker to type 99 than 92. If you're talking about traveling the finger from the 9 keyboard all the way to the 2 keyboard portion, right? I mean, that's a lot of time. That's, like, half a millisecond, okay? I don't have time for that. So 99 it is. Hit me up on social media. Let me know what you think. All right, so what to expect going forward on this show? Of course, complete Tiger Woods coverage and analysis. Guests from inside the golf world and outside of it. The game of golf is a beautiful thing, guys, because it touches a lot of people. It almost touches everybody in some way, whether you go on a date to go mini-golfing or you go to top golf, or you actually play on the weekend or you're on the amateur tour. Whatever the case may be, golf is a part of a lot of people's lives. So that's the beauty of this game. And, of course, you can play until you are age like 70, 70 70-plus, to be honest with you. And then I'm going to throw in some fun segments throughout this series. I love doing my power rankings. I put them up on Twitter a lot of times. So I'll do a segment called the Rogers Rankings. And it may not just be about Tiger Woods. It could be anything like the worst one-liner DM slides I have ever seen on dating apps from guys. 
And trust me, there is a lot of subject matter out there. A lot of friends of mine who are girls will send me screenshots here and there. Some pretty good material out there to discuss. In fact, I will discuss DM sliding and the art of the DM slide with Jordan Giorgio later in the program. All right, so that's what's going to come at you on Believe in Tiger Woods. Be sure to subscribe. Tell your friends. There is literally no other podcast out there totally in on Tiger Woods getting to 19 major championships. So be sure to spread the word. I would certainly appreciate that. And by the way, you're probably wondering, who the hell is this kid? All right, if you're not one of my closer friends or... You know, from my time at the Cam Rogers show down in Dallas or whatever the case may be. You're like, who is this clown talking about Tiger Woods? Yeah, I played golf in high school. I sucked for like three of the four years. So my golf game like peaked in 2013, kind of like everything else with me. And so I guess that makes me qualified to talk about Tiger Woods. Or maybe it was the autograph request rejection that I got from Tiger Woods. Or I don't even know, honestly. I'm trying to totally spin zone this. But trust me, I love Tiger as much as you. And we're going to march along and root for Tiger. Of course, the Masters is this week. There is no better time to launch this podcast than literally right now. Because Tiger Woods is going for major 50. And he can get it done at Augusta National. We'll talk about it in a matter of moments. But first, a little piece of news here about Tiger. And you guys probably know about the new venture from Discovery called Golf TV, which is this digital network with exclusive coverage of Tiger Woods' life on and off the golf course. Now, Golf TV, according to reports, will launch... A Tiger Woods head-to-head match series, this according to Discovery's president and CEO. Now, this, of course, stems from the match between Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. You may recall that during Thanksgiving break on Black Friday, that match went down. So they're using that platform, if you will, for future matches. Now... Just like you, I am always all in on Tiger Woods content. Always, always, always. Give me more. I feed off it. And the problem is, I'm worried that this becomes oversaturated. Not from the Tiger Woods side of things, but depending on who he is playing. Going back to that personality thing, right? If it's not a good opponent in terms of trash talk or anything like that, it could be a boring match, right? Because if you remember, if you watched the match between Phil and Tiger, they were both mic'd up, right? So we heard the banter between those two and the conversation that goes on. And it was really cool because it was really authentic, if you will. Obviously, you don't hear as much dialogue during a regular PGA Tour event, especially with the players not being mic'd up and all. So it's got to be between Tiger and players that are fun. So we're talking about Ian Poulter, Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy. I'd even be up for Tiger Woods going up against celebrities, and Tiger will give them strokes. You know what I mean? Bill Murray, funny guy on the golf course. Somebody like that. Chris Berman. He plays in the AT&T National Pro-Am Tournament every year, and he would be fun to watch. So let's get creative with it now, because this whole golf TV thing is a good idea. I like it a lot, but I just don't want it to be Tiger against somebody super boring, and we have to suffer through it because Tiger's not getting anything from the other side. You know what I mean? Like no conversation, something like that. So little piece of news in regards to Tiger with Golf TV. That's pretty cool. We'll see how that goes. And by the way, this is completely international. All right. So all of these matches will happen outside of the United States. All right. It's time. Let's get into the Masters Tournament. Now, if you guys know me personally, you know I am absolutely obsessed with with Nike. Like, I am head-to-toe Nike as often as possible. You had to use the jaws of life 
all right, for me to actually make a transition to like something normal, like Vineyard Vines when I'm going out or something like that. Like I used to go out in like high school and wear like dry fit t-shirts just because I had to be on brand. You know what I mean? Being on brand is key, ladies and gentlemen, especially in the media world. And I'm trying to stay on brand with the Nike swoosh, baby. That's how I roll. In fact, as all my friends would joke with me, the virgin starter pack for yours truly was wearing cargo shorts and Nike golf shirts and K-Swiss shoes. Yeah, that was me at one point in high school, ladies and gentlemen. If you did not know me then, consider yourself uh, very lucky. All right, the Masters. Tiger, what is he wearing? He's going all mock. How about that, guys? Going all mock every single day. By that, I mean he's not wearing a collar on Thursday on Friday, on Saturday, on Sunday. So four mock shirts, and I'm going to ask Jordan Giorgio about this. She's very good with style. She's actually making me more 2019 with my style rather than like 2010. By the way, if you don't know me, I am like super nostalgic about everything in life. So the only playlist that I listen to on my iPhone is the I Peaked in High School VIP playlist. All the hits of 2010, 11, 12. You know what it is. All right, so Tiger's wearing navy, kind of like a lightish blue on Friday, and then pink on Saturday. Very Vineyard Vines. I like it. And then, of course, the classic Tiger Blood Red on Sunday when we all assume he will be in contention at Augusta. Now, my initial reactions are the following. Absolute savagery and somewhat surprised. Now, anything Tiger Woods does in terms of the clothing department, I usually agree with. And it's not like he even has a choice sometimes. The products that Nike comes out with sometimes aren't that great. Like, have you guys seen on TV the Nike shirts that aren't necessarily collared, but they are. Like, it's a flipped-up collar, in a way, and it's shorter around the neck. It looks really odd. Not a big fan of that. I like the regular collar, or if you go the mock, you go the mock. But don't go, like, in-betweener on me. So, again, Tiger Woods is one of those players who can wear anything and look good. And maybe that's my obsession shining through me right now, but I'm sure all of you agree with that, because Tiger is the coolest golfer on the face of this earth and you see all of these new flashy stylistic parts of golf these days and then you have tiger who still will wear a mock shirt and by the way his sweaters are not collared either it's the classic wool sweater with the nike swoosh on it love it Love it, love it, love it. In one way, he sticks out because nobody else is wearing it. And in another way, he pulls it off to a T. So I love how Tiger doesn't try to be this 2019 Rory McIlroy super athletic look. I just got off the track type of outfit. You know what I mean? Tiger does Tiger. But again, I am a little surprised that he's going all mock t-shirts for the Masters Tournament. Now, this is for the actual rounds of competition. So it could be different during the practice rounds. Maybe he wears a collared shirt. We'll see what happens going forward. Now, the Masters, this is a small field, one of the smallest fields since 1997, of course, when Tiger Woods hoisted the green jacket way back when. And I was, what, three years old? Wow. And this is interesting, and I like this. I like that there is a smaller field. Now, historically, the Masters is one of the smaller fields in general. Way under 100 players this year. And I like it, obviously, because Tiger Woods now has a better chance of winning when there are less people in the field. Now, plenty of talent. We're talking about Hideki Matsuyama, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson. You know the gig, you know the players. Phil Mickelson, another guy as well to watch out for. But the smaller the field, the better Tiger's chances, statistically speaking. I mean, you could make the argument for any other golfer, even an amateur, for crying out loud. But still, it's something you can hang your hat on. Now, let's break down Tiger Woods' game right now. And the main concern for me 
obviously is the putting. Woods ranks just 78th on the PGA Tour in strokes gained putting. He is also 84th from 4 to 8 feet and 150th on tour from 5 feet out. Now, if you know Augusta National, you know that the short putts are uber important because there's just so much rolling going on on those greens, undulations up the wazoo at Augusta National. And so for Tiger to be so lowly ranked from five feet out is concerning, but spin zone somewhat. Putting is volatile. Putting can change week to week to week, especially when we're talking about a course that Tiger Woods knows like the back of his freaking hand, and boom. Because if you think about it, Tiger doesn't need to break down every single green at Augusta National because he knows the golf course. He knows where that putt is going. He knows where this putt is going. He knows where that putt is going. So it's not like he's restudying or anything like that. He's just reviewing. You know what I mean? There's nothing new here for Tiger. The iron game is on fire. 17th in strokes gained approach right now. 8th in strokes gained T2 green. 3rd in greens and regulation at 74%. I like that. That's juicy stuff. Okay? Because we all know about Augusta National. It is a second shot course. And if Tiger's irons continue to stay on this trend, I like his chances a lot at Augusta National. His driving is better now than it was at this time last year. Marginally, but better. Now, I want you guys to really listen to this. Here's how the last six winners of the Masters ranked in strokes gained T2 green entering Augusta. 2018 was probably the only outlier. Patrick Reed, 24th in T to green. After that, Sergio, 3rd. Danny Willett, 7th. Jordan Spieth, 4th. Bubba, 4th. Adam Scott, 1st. Bubba, 1st in 2012. Like I said, Tiger is 8th. So if you want to look for a winner this week... Look at the inside of the top 10 in strokes gained T2 green, and you will see the man, the myth, the legend, the GOAT Tiger Woods right there. Am I picking him to win the Masters? Many of you are probably wondering right now. I'm not ready to make that announcement yet. Still a little early. I want to break down the stats a little further here. I'm going to release my pick probably on Wednesday night on Twitter, on the Gram, on Facebook. So be sure to hit me up, especially on Twitter, at MrRogers99. No D in Rogers, and I know you all are thinking sexual jokes right now. Just get over that part. No D in Rogers, not Aaron Rodgers. Like Mr. Rogers, my good pal from my childhood. Okay, so... Tiger in good position to win the Masters. If you look at the stats, you look at the history, you look at his vibe right now, guys. Tiger Woods now is so much more open, so much more loose, I guess, than he ever has been, especially with the media. And that's critical. You look at some of his answers to questions, he's having fun. He's throwing around jokes. I kind of like to compare it to Sergio Garcia, who, if you recall, way back when, was kind of a jerk. And now he's a little better. Now, he has had some bad press this year, especially hacking it in a bunker and ruining greens and all of that. And then, of course, that spat with Matt Kuchar at the WGC Dell Technologies. But aside from all that, Sergio is different now. And, of course, he's a Masters champion as well. So Tiger is kind of following that trend, that blueprint, if you will, that loose mentality. Now, of course, when he's on the golf course and he's in contention, he's feisty as ever, and we love that. We love the fist bumps. We love all that stuff. By the way, quick tangent, way back that same day when Tiger rejected my autograph request, he fist bumped me earlier that day. So Tiger's like playing with my heart. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, fist bump autograph rejection 
and then interview years later. I don't get it, Tiger. You're messing with my heart. But you know what? I still love you. I will love you no matter what. And there you go. So that's the breakdown with the Masters coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen. Exciting stuff. I think Tiger is going to be in it till the very end on Sunday afternoon. You're going to hear the roars among the Georgia Pines at Augusta National, and they will be for Tiger Woods. Amen corner, 16, 17, 18, whatever the case, he's going to be right freaking there in contention. And usually the best golfers in the world rise to the occasion at the Masters. You usually don't get a random leaderboard at Augusta. It's usually the chalky players, to use a March Madness phrase. Usually the favorites are playing well at this golf course, okay? So big tournament coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have more content coming at you throughout the show and throughout the tournament. But it's time for my fantastic conversation with Jordan Giorgio, Florida State football reporter, Some great banter, talking about DMs, talking about dogs, all that good jazz. And of course, Tiger Woods as well, a little golf chatter. Let's take it to Jordan. Jordan Giorgio now joining Believe in Tiger Woods with Cam Rogers. Jordan, always a pleasure. How are we? Oh, I'm doing so good. Seriously, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. First episode. Let's get this going. Well, I was going to say, Jordan, there are six billion people in this world, and I chose you for episode one like put that on your freaking LinkedIn profile I, I honestly I was talking to my girlfriend earlier today and I told her about what, what I was doing she asked about to um to kind of get together today and I told her my schedule and I told her what was going on that I was going to come on today and she was like you really you? <laughs> of all people talking about Tiger Woods like what she knows you are she knows she knows that you're one of my favorite people and I said you know what of course of course I will make the time so some good banter of course ladies and gentlemen Jordan Giorgio Florida State Seminoles reporter before we get into the Knowles and all that and Tiger your dog got a blowout like what in God's name is that it sounds sexual and I almost don't want to ask this question but I'm gonna ask (laughs) oh my gosh that's so funny okay so um I'll paint a picture for everybody so um I'm sure most dog owners know that, you know, you have to get your dog groomed every once in a while and it's a pain to do it yourself. Like nobody wants to do that. And it's expensive, right? Like it's very, it's not cheap at all to go get your dog groomed. Franklin, Franklin Georgia, you could follow him at Franklin Georgia. That's G I O R G I O um, on Instagram. Um, he is a very high maintenance golden doodle. For those who don't know that breed, it's half golden retriever, half poodle. And so their hair is like a little bit curlier than most. So um, he, there's this place in Florida, um, in Tampa, that's called, it's genius idea. I'm so mad at myself that I didn't come up with it on my own. It's called Splash and Dash. Okay. Again, sexual. What is going on? (laughs) $75 a month. Listen to this. You can take your dog and that's, I'll say $75 is for like a larger dog. He's like a medium sized golden doodle. Yep. I'm sure if it was like a chihuahua or whatever it was, it would be cheaper, but $75 a month. You take your dog to splash and dash. However many times you want. I mean, you could go three times a week. You could go uh, once a month, $75. They get a, um, a bath. They get brushed out cause he's curly. Cause he gets little mats behind his ears. Mm-hmm live in Florida. We take him to the beach all the time in the ocean. So he gets matted. He gets gross. He gets wet. It's not fun. He doesn't smell good and anything, anything like that. So, um, he gets groomed, he gets, um, bathed, he gets washed. Uh, I think they trim him up too. You can have add-ons. So if you want to get his teeth brushed or anything, it's like two bucks extra. It's amazing. And then he gets blown out with a blow dryer. There's the word again. <laughs> I know. Like, I would go to my salon, get my hair blown out, and, like, look beautiful and, like, a supermodel. And he looks the same way. He comes out looking like a rock star. It takes about two hours. I dropped him off literally probably 15 minutes ago. He must love you, by the way, for doing this. He has to. He is a princess. And let me tell you. Lottie duh. Living the dream. And that's what a blowout is. That's what I just came from. Um, yeah, proud so, dog mom. You're a proud dog mom. That's what you are. I really am. I, I really am. And uh, he deserves it. So I'm 
I'm happy I could do that as well, you know? So golf is part of your world in a way. You were at the Valspar Championship pretty recently. Now, Tiger didn't play this year. He played the year before, finished actually second. Of course, we were in Dallas, so you weren't there. I wasn't there. We'll talk about Dallas in a little bit. But how was the experience at the Valspar? And did you meet anybody cool? Okay, so let me tell you this. You know I'm not – I'm not the biggest golf guru. I I loved going to the Byron Nelson. We went to that – last year Mm -hmm. um together which was so fun it was such a cool experience um i enjoy i keep up with it i know the i I know the basics of it um and i was so excited to go to the valspar right um and we got we got free tickets so it's not like we went to pay it was just okay the valspar is in town right and um I've been before. It's just something in our small town of Palm Harbor that people just do and go. And obviously if Tiger's in town, like the whole world stops and it's right. like chaos. So it was kind of a bummer that he wasn't there because I was really looking forward to seeing him. And there was a few big names. There there really was. Um, it's a tough course. It, and I know they enjoy playing on it. Yeah, and they do. I, you know, and I think maybe with the Masters right around the corner, that has something to do with it. But anyway, so... We got um, just free tickets. It, I think it's like 30 bucks or something. General admission. There's this VIP area at the Valspar called the Hooters VIP. You can, I think it was like, like 70 bucks. And you get unlimited wings, unlimited beer. I'm not a beer gal. And like, it's not the VIP we experience at the Byron Nelson. It's not the VIP I would experience at like Trump National and Jupiter, right? Sure. Like. Like where I live in Palm Harbor, Florida, it's a beautiful course and it's, it's, um, it's a hard course, like tech technically, like, I guess in that sense, like, that's great. But like, there's, it just wasn't for me, I guess. Like it wasn't for me. It wasn't, I wasn't too impressed. I would much prefer Trump national and, or, um, uh, Trinity forest. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And yep. I think that's where, I, cause I know they switched it a few years, but much prefer that it's just a whole nother level I mean just the course is gorgeous everything's green like there was patches of like brown everywhere that's just like the city I'm from like mm-hmm. I don't know it's not you think it would be Clearwater Florida gorgeous palm trees like kind of like Jupiter Florida it wasn't it, I was not that impressed um we followed uh Dustin Johnson around a good amount of time but um it was just a different vibe then. I, I had no idea. I thought all of it was very similar. Everyone gets pretty dressed up. You know, you go to, you go into the stands, you go to the, the, um, what did they have? I think it was like a Bud Light, uh, Bud Light Terrace or Bud Light area. Sort of sponsorship, I'm sure. Yeah. Sponsorship like that. It was kind of cool, but I would give, um, I would much rather go to like Trump National or, um the byron nelson again or something like that like all right first episode of the show and we've heard trump three times already ladies and gentlemen i swear i'm not political i swear i only the courses that i've been to and i've known you know that's why the only reason i'm saying it because i've only been to like three so um was not that impressed i thought it was cool to kind of like see everyone but um yeah i was I not like super thrilled about it but it was cool to kind of like you know go Anthony was really excited to go see um uh to see everybody and Anthony of course folks is the man candy for Jordan Giorgio yeah yeah so does he golf by the way okay so weird he doesn't but he it's I feel like golf has come into our life so much the past like three months which we've made so many friends just being back um in tampa and everyone has asked him to go golfing he's like he's got to i know he feels so insecure about it and just like it's so uh it's funny because he was like what do i wear and i go honestly i know just don't wear jeans and don't wear you know that's like a no-no that's literally it don't wear jeans Yeah, literally it and so he was like okay yeah definitely won't so he went out and bought a whole new wardrobe and it was just so funny. I mean, he, people are begging him to go golfing and I'm like, I'll go with you, I guess. And he was like, <laughs> not to be mean, but like, I don't think my first golf experience is going to be with you. So, um, but no, it was a fun time. I, I would prefer the other two courses for sure to, um, you know, 
go watch the boys tee off. There so. you go. Well, hey, you talked about wardrobe here, and I sent you a picture of Tiger's look for the Masters. He's going all mock. Now, Jordan, I was talking to the folks before our interview here about my stylistic choices and how much of an influence you have had on me dating back to our time down there because there was a time when I was wearing golf shirts to school with cargo shorts and stupid K-Swiss shoes. That was the Cam oh, Rogers. On. It wasn't that bad. Cam Rogers Virgin starter pack. But talking about <laughs> Tiger's wardrobe here, are you shocked that he's not wearing one collared shirt? I was a little stunned. Okay, you know what's weird is that as a uh, Someone I told you, I mean, I'm not the biggest golf guru like you, but I do keep up with the latest trends and sure. going on in the golf world. When you sent me that photo, I didn't even read. I, I know you sent me a paragraph before, like, okay, kind of talking about um, uh, the show and what we're going to be doing. And he, I, <laughs> I didn't even see that. And I looked at the, the picture you sent me and all I thought about was Tiger Woods. Like just right. I've seen on the internet and people that you know, tweet out pictures of him or videos and whatnot. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so weird. And it's exactly what you used to wear. Well, because you watch golf, you're at a golf tournament and Jordan, you see all these guys with like, you know, the skinny pants and the athletic look and all that. And Tiger is still wearing like wool sweaters and mock freaking shirts to the biggest tournament of the freaking year. And you know what? He can because he's the goat. Like it's one of those deals. He can pull it off right? Exactly. He can do whatever the hell he wants to do. And he's going to, you know, he's going to do whatever. Right. So I was telling, I was telling some people like stories of Tiger interacting with me in the past. Of course, you know, the story of uh, when he rejected my autograph request and all that blab, Robacks central. But you, of course, you have to wait too soon. You know, when like I would get mad in the office I'd say in like third person, damn it, tiger, like, bite. You know what I mean? <laughs> As if like I am actually him. And folks, this is not a lie. Jordan was there to witness all of it. I, I was there for every time and I was so confused every time because I, I wasn't, I didn't keep up with it. I wasn't sure what you, and you're the diehard. I mean, you know him inside and out. Like, you know exactly what he's doing at all times because he is the go and you should. And he, you follow him and he, he's one of your idols and you know you just gotta love the guy and your head and like pops up what wait i mean i'm like man, like why do you get upset and why do you say like that like who are you even talking about like i wasn't even sure at first what was going on and i would just always i i wouldn't ask because i'm like no i know exactly what he's talking about he's just getting mad and just this is just his thing and then as many, many months would just roll on, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to ask, like, what are we talking about? Like, Kim, why do you say, damn it, Tiger? Finally, we had to explain it. I know. I, after every, anything doesn't go your way and you just got so upset, I'm like, okay. He was like, are you kidding me? You've never seen the video? And I go, no. And we look it up on YouTube. I have my, my, my earphones in and I I think I peed my pants like it was so funny because I all I'm comparing it to is what you did at first right, right. so I'm like oh my god and to then it was the same thing <laughs> so <laughs> folks the video is a compilation on YouTube look it up of Tiger Woods doing club throws and club drops and these crazy acrobatic things while also saying damn it Tiger and like different ways too. Like it's a beautiful thing because even when he's pissed off, he's still the freaking man. And like I said, I will do it to myself now. Like when I'm on the golf course, like I have my one-handed finishes and my golf throws and all that. Authentic. I mean, the only one who does that. Like there's, if this has got to be a thing, you know, that people know about and say. No, it's like totally a loser thing to do because, you know, like a normal person would call them by their own name, not by Tiger. Like, it's the lamest thing ever, but I do it. I have no idea why. So great. It, it's what makes you you, to be honest. Oh, God. So, oh God, if you haven't seen the video, you honestly should. Yeah, got, definitely worthy of a research right there. So, and yeah, especially if you're a huge Tiger fan, go like, oh my gosh, I have to watch it after this. I haven't seen it since that day. Um, and I think I watched it three times that, that day, many months ago. So, you know, it's funny. I still think about actually the story of the go Knowles. So we can get into some Florida state talk. <laughs> go Knowles. Ladies and gentlemen, just imagine at seven 30 in the morning, I am prepping my show down in Dallas and 
some obnoxious person with her high heels clanking every morning every morning like you know jordan's coming in and here she comes and she just this is during march madness last year when florida state won a game and they played pretty well this year too she just walks and goes screams it go Knowles, and i just stare at you i think i had something in my hand and i just like like, some papers just like flung around and i flung the door open like hey guys and everyone it was like something bad must have happened that minute before I walked in and everyone or you were just stressed about getting everything kind of together and all heads just turned and looked at me and it was no response <laughs> and I was, I was like no so mad. I was so mad at you the entire you day. were mad literally don't talk to me like that was so rude <laughs> it's fine we're all over now so so what are you doing with Florida State right now? I know you're involved with the baseball team. You did some basketball stuff, some football stuff as well. Big Knowles fan. Yes. So I'm um, super excited to be working with my alma mater. I mean, it's literally a dream come true. I, I just can't. It's so cool because everyone who's at Florida State working for Florida State went to Florida State. They're mm-hmm. all alumni. And it's, it's just so cool. Every, and, you know, we try not to be biased because um, right now I'm doing uh, – a lot of work with the ACC network, the digital network up there, um, mm-hmm. ESPN, covering a lot of baseball. So I'm mainly there for um, the bigger ACC conference play games, um, which is awesome because it's a it's a huge broadcast. A lot goes into it and uh, challenges me in different ways. And so I did a lot of uh, women's basketball. They had a great run, um, a great team this year, a very young team who made it pretty far. And uh, I did a lot for. Um, women's soccer who national champions this year which was awesome got to cover um the defending national champions in softball this year for florida state which was awesome and now the baseball team which i must say is not doing too hot but uh going back to what i was saying about working with people who went to florida state and now work there it's hard because you know i kind of have to be unbiased i can't can't obviously wear garnet and gold uh, to any of the games, and since I'm working for um, ESPN and the ACC Network, it, it's it's hard when you take a a, a rough L. Um, you know, and the baseball team's not doing too hot. And Mike Martin's final season, the winningest college baseball coach in history. It's pretty cool covering him, and um, it, it's awesome. I, I'm really lucky, so I'm loving what I'm doing right now. Spring games coming up. I won't be there, um, but I will be up for the UF FSU uh, baseball game on Tuesday. So. Turn up. Yes, I'm nice. looking forward to it. Yeah, so I'm really sad I won't be there for the spring game, but it'll be okay. I'm excited for the season to start. So we'll see how, uh, you know, Taggart time can get things going with right. uh, this team. So I think everyone's really anxious and excited about it um, after, obviously, a very disappointing season. We'll leave it at that. To say the least, yes. <laughs> I do want to get on the topic of DMs and DM slides because I feel like it's appropriate with you because one of my favorite pastimes, folks, was looking at Jordan's phone and then going to her Instagram, by the way, 60K strong on her follower count, and just DM slides up the wazoo, like the most pathetic things I have ever seen. Like, I know what it is. I think I think I've I've finally found out maybe what it is. And obviously, um, it's it is entertaining to look at, and it's just mind boggling sometimes. Like, I, I don't know because I don't. I obviously haven't been in the dating scene in a hot minute, five years uh, strong with Anthony Joe. So it's you're a lucky one, that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's been great, but I don't know if this is just a a part of like dating world now is dming girls on instagram and it has to be this is the scenario i'm like painting in my head right Right. now i think it's a bunch of guys who are just like oh have you seen this chick we're like um like scrolling through their timeline like and they're all together oh like say this something it's a group activity yes it is it's a group activity is a group effort and i think that's what it is i think that's what it comes down to um and yeah, it's very um, interesting. Obviously. I really, Jordan, hope it's that and not like somebody like hunkering down and being like, oh, I got this. 
and then just like alone in their basement sliding into Jordan Giorgio's DMs like this will totally work I mean it's not obvious that she has a boyfriend or anything like you know what I mean like if it's a group activity and it's like hey I'm just gonna try this see what happens kind of thing then I guess that's okay <laughs> I think that's my that's my theory honestly and I'm sticking to it I I seriously hope I'm right um because I can't believe guys actually think maybe they do because people respond who knows right like you respond I don't know you're asking me I don't respond but and I, I it's funny because I like I you said I share with I shared with you and you would just go through and we would just be dying laughing um and I share obviously with Anthony and it's just insane he like, probably he, loves it oh <laughs> it's so funny and like you said too I it's obvious that he's on my page uh, he's there he's a thing you know front and center and yeah and why they think that you know they have any chance i don't know who knows but you know it's funny uh i'm sure you have a lot of single friends who are on like the dating apps and all that and i've been on this hinge binge if you will been going on a few hinge dates and the main motivation for me is just like i love meeting people and at worst case it's an extra follow on twitter you know what i mean and so i always ask or like it always comes up in conversation like the dm slide or like the one-liner from guys and some girls are like you know if it like shocks me enough to make me curious i might answer so maybe that's what guys are begging on like the shock value and then the curiosity that follows after that but still it's a roll of the dice you know what i mean I think you're right because I think some guys do look at Instagram as maybe a dating app when it's really not. It, you, it's just another way. I mean, it's similar. You know, you know, it's not like Tinder. I don't know what it's right. like, but you can just swipe through whatever. Um, and you don't have to go through all that. You already have an Instagram. Just DM the girl on, you know, and just see what she says. If she doesn't respond, you're still in the same place you started, right? There you go. Um, um, but it's so funny because the same – uh, girlfriend that I was talking to earlier about coming on the show uh, <laughs> I don't know how it's just weird but she we were we got into just talking about her boyfriend who's named Anthony my boyfriend is named Anthony and talking about I grew up with her we went through high school together and we never it was you know what it was I looked on my time my Facebook time hop and some eight years ago eight nine years ago someone posted on my timeline you should date insert name right (laughs) so lame like middle school stuff right oh classic it ridiculous and i go molly how funny is this because i grew up with her so she knew exactly who i was talking about and she was like isn't it so weird that like we really didn't get into the dating scene like i I met anthony when i was 17 years old so i mean i didn't really get into any dating scene at all whether that was high school i just was I, I just didn't care for it. I don't know. It wasn't my thing. And um, she brought up the dating app. She was like, isn't it weird how we haven't got on the dating apps like or experienced that? And I'm like, honestly, like I would be scared too. I don't think I could. I feel like I would end up with a serial killer and that's how the night would go. And I just wouldn't be good at it. Or I would be so nervous and I would just love, like chicken out. And I feel like it would stress you out, honestly. Yes. I like, I remember you know? when, I think we started you on it in in Dallas when we lived in Dallas a year ago yeah. and I'm so proud of you for even like pushing yourself to do it because like I don't think I could do that I feel like it's I don't know I I don't have I don't know I feel like I would just chicken out it's I great. see it as a branding opportunity but when I end up spending too much money you know what I mean that's why I always go for the drinks first right like oh god yeah that's commitment, man that is commitment so not no dating app for me, but it was funny because my girlfriend brought it up this morning and I was like, that's really weird that you say that. Because that's funny because we're going to talk about that later yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wrapping up this chat here, I'm going to ask every single guest on my show, Jordan, the same question at the end of the interview. So we're going to start off with you, of course, as my first guest. If you were at a bar hanging out with the goat, Tiger Woods, and you had one question to ask him, and now you are a reporter, so I want a good one. What would it be and why? What would it be and why? Honestly, um, okay. I would probably, (laughs) okay. If it was seriously tomorrow and I saw him at a bar. Literally tomorrow, downtown Tampa. 
I would be okay. Downtown Tampa, obviously, I've been having a few drinks at like McDitton's, maybe stopped at like American Eagle, maybe hopped at Franklin Manor or something. I would totally be like giddy and like fun and like actually have a conversation with him. And I, okay, I saw, I'll start this conversation off with first. I saw this video, I think it was on Barstool Sports, and it was a video of some guy wearing his mugshot on his shirt. Yeah. And I don't know if have you seen this? Yeah, I've seen and it. By, and he walked by yep. and like literally smiled. I think he's cool. Like, I think he would be cool to talk to. I don't think he would turn me down for an autograph. Kind of like would. he did with me. Just saying. Yeah, I definitely would ask for a, I would first ask two questions. First ask. You're cheating. Uh, I know. Go ahead. First ask, um, have you seen the contemplation video? Second, if he said no, I would definitely show it to him. Third, <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say um, can you please say, uh, give me an autograph to Cam? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should ask him like, Hey, like, can you call Cam? Like right now he might faint. God. Do you remember my friend Cam? You denied him for an autograph many, many years ago. Yeah. He was like a squeaky 15 year old. Like, you know, it's whatever. whatever. <laughs> um, that's why, because, um, you deserve an autograph and you know, I deserve to know why or if he's seen that video, because that has some views. Major views, Amazing. no doubt, as Drake would say. Yep. Totally. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Giorgio on Believe in Tiger Woods. Jordan, come back soon. We'll chat again, you know, outside the podcast, of course, as well, but certainly appreciate your time. I hope the dog is all good, glistening on his way out. Come up in just a few um, so I'm sure he will be just a rock star when he comes up. But thank you so much for having me. I'm so proud of you. Anytime I will come on. Um, it's been fun. Big shout out once again to Jordan Giorgio for jumping on the premiere episode of Believe in Tiger Woods. And we thank you because you actually made it all the way to the 50 plus minutes of this podcast. So for Christ's sake, what are you doing with your life? No, just kidding. I really do appreciate you guys coming along for the ride here. Gonna be a fun series. Plenty of more celebrity guests coming at you as we go forward. And hey, guys, if you want, give it a shot. Slide into Jordan's DMs. See if she answers. If she does, you gotta toss that on your resume because apparently she never does answer. So good luck to you, fellas. All right, folks, that's all for me. I'll see you very soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.